Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Good morning, good evening, or good afternight. I don't know where you are or what you're doing, but thanks for tuning in and listening to the amazing Shane and the semi-cool Scott. Uh, afternight. Stands Paris right now at Prepper Talk Radio for our episode on minimalism. Uh, we decided <laughs> to minimize the voices you hear tonight. No, actually, he had a, uh, a family issue pop up. He had to go pick up a kid so that he would not be stranded. But thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. How you doing, Shane? I'm good. How about you, brother? I'm doing good. I'm good, good. I love tonight's topic because it's it's where my mind has been. Yeah. Really the last year. Yeah, me too. It's uh you as a prepper, you start to collecting so much stuff, right? Oh my gosh. And then you start going through it and you lose track. You don't have places for it. It takes up space. Um and it just it's been weighing on my mind. I, it sounds like it has been yours as well, Scott, is that um you know, do I have too much stuff? It is am I complicating my life? Am am I being uh, too uh, worldly? Am I being too what's the right word? You know, I'm being care too much about the physical things, right? Right. And, and as a prepper, I mean, that's what we do. You know, there's things that we need to be self sufficient, right? There and not rely on others. So. I wanted to talk about this topic. I've got these things going in my head. I haven't totally formed them uh, into uh, sane statements that make sense yet. But hey, hopefully that happens here today. Well, the funny thing is, is like for me, you, you, you mentioned a lot of things like you lose track of things. You don't know where to put it. Knowing where to put it is one of the big things, right? Hmm. Um, we, we're really organized over here. Even though it sometimes looks like chaos, we know what we have. Because my wife is like fantastic at inventory, right? That's we've created spreadsheets and keep track of things, and, and we have a physical copy of all that and our digital copy in case something goes down. We still have our physical, but like online, you hear a lot of people talking about, "Oh, you guys are just hoarders." Oh, you're yeah. the ones that caused the toilet paper problem. Well, no, no, we didn't. Why? Because we bought it on sale a year or two or three before, exactly. stocked up a little extra. And I've been doing a little extra for long enough that we don't need, like, we don't need to go out and buy toilet paper or, or paper towels or cleaners, like, or most of the foods that we eat, I don't have to go out and get every week, every month mm-hmm. or two or three months if we don't want to, right? It's all the box process crap that we eat from day to day that we go and buy some, it's like, yeah. oh, let's, but really what it comes down to is, is like, we're just buying to restock our current supply. 
and we're putting it in the back, just like a regular yeah. store would do, right? Yeah. So that's why we call it a storehouse. But mm-hmm. I mean, you can go nuts and over overcomplicate things and be like, "Well, I got this tool and this tool and this tool mm-hmm. and this multi tool and this thing, and I've got an eighty pound pack, and I'm going to hike into the woods." And it's like, you, you know, and we, of course we believe, and I still I still believe this, regardless of how I'm still thinking about minimalism, is that two is one and one is none, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's still my mentality, and I think that's really what uh, minimalism in prepping is. You know, there's there's minimalism, which is kind of a, a belief system, a way of living. You know, prepping is a way of living as well. Right. It's I think both of them represent simplification, a simplified life. Right. So, however, minimalism is, you know, I, I came across some really cool definitions for, mi- for minimalism uh, as to what most people might consider what minimalism is. You know, it's... Okay. It's, uh, it's, let me find these here is it's an intentionality, right? Minimalism is intentionality. It's not necessarily having less stuff. It is to, it is to an extent, but it's, it's, it's getting rid of those things that are unessential, that are non-essential, that are not important. It's about removing distractions and excess, so okay. that's really a state of mind, in my opinion. It's it's a lifestyle. You know, it's it's um, needs versus wants, right? And and I think in the minimalistic way of thinking, if uh, we can get rid of those wants, which we live in a very in in a consumeristic uh, lifestyle. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean yeah. that's what all the U.S. is. It's consumerism. That's all it is. And if you watch the mainstream TV, you know, you watch that programming, it's what it is. It's programming you to become a consumer. So I think the key is, and I, I think I'm jumping ahead of myself a little bit, but uh, is putting that off, putting that away. I this, These are things that I need. These are things that my family needs uh, versus, well, it'd be nice to have a boat, you know, to go skiing on the weekends, just okay. like my neighbors do, right? That's, I think, a big difference right there. And so minimalism in prepping, yes, is probably different than minimalism in general. Right. But yeah, I think the philosophy is all the same. So like, okay, traditional minimalists, they're, they're, they basically, they have their home, their domicile, and then they typically try to have like between a hundred to 200 items, like right, a super right. minimalist. They try to limit like, themselves to, yeah. to a, a certain physical thing. And maybe that's because they like to travel or move or whatever, and they want to stay light. And that's one way to do it. Obviously, I'm not going to say there's anything wrong right. with that, but that's not exactly what minimalism to is to everyone. Right. And so, like when you look at minimalist prepping, the the, the phrase alone is, is an oxymoron. It's like military mm-hmm. intelligence, right? Everyone jokes about that. Well, there is some great <laughs> yes. intelligence in military, but like you don't look at the the typical frontline soldier and think, "Wow, that guy's a brilliant person." Well, eventually they can be, right? Mm-hmm. But same thing with prepping. It's like most people think preppers are hoarders. Preppers have all this stuff. Prep. No, our focus is to be prepared for the things that could happen that would impact our lives, our normalcy, yes. right? Yeah. Whether that's losing a job, whether that's a terminal illness, critical illness, whether that's a, phys- a natural or man-made disaster, or whether it's the end times, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, the word. You, the word you said. Sorry for interrupting, but the word is no. focus. What is the focus? You. Have, I think prepping is, it inherently is focusing on what matters most. That's yeah. what prepping is. I mean, in, in my mind, 
And I'm okay. just, I'm, I'm, these are rolling out of my, off my tongue out of my head as we speak, right? Uh, focus is, is what, what you make it, what is important in your life. And if being minimal and having a, a, just only a few possessions mm -hmm. and really focusing on the experience, focusing on relationships, I mean, that's what we're all about too, as, as, as preppers, we just right. have more stuff, more things that help us to be self-sufficient. And that's, that's the funny thing. It's like, it's the focus, but it's also the, the prioritization. Mm -hmm. Yes. Priority. So it's like, Absolutely. What do I really need? And, and as looking towards a minimalist prepping, it's like one is none and two is one, right? We look at that philosophy and mindset, but it's also looking at the philosophy mindset of it's like, do I really need this tool or do I have something else that can do the job? Mm-hmm. Or do I really need all these gadgets when I already have the knowledge how to do it without them? Mm -hmm. Right. A lot of the a lot of the gear people get hung up on. They'll buy a ton of stuff and they're like, "Yeah, I got all this stuff," and they don't ever use it. And so then it becomes mm -hmm. lost space that they could have yep. stored something useful in. Right. Yeah. And and at that point, and you know, I found myself exactly in that position where you're describing there, Scott. Yeah. And what I'm doing, what I've been doing, and I just mentioned to you before we started that there are certain things I have that maybe I have too many of, but it's a learning process for me. For, you know, for example, um, let's talk about firearms real quick. Uh, okay. is, is, you know, it's a hobby for a lot of people and it's a collection for a lot of people. Um, but can you whittle that down to what's, what's necessary? What tool? And like you said, a firearm is a tool. And that's why there's so many different kinds, so many different varieties, caliber, calibers and so forth. And so, becoming detached from the uh the consumerism from from the passion to possess things right um it, it's minimalism is kind of a freedom of getting away from that desire just to have to have things so mm -hmm. i found myself in starting in this mindset where like i realized you know what i have this particular handgun whatever I don't really use it. I don't really need it. I, I bought it for this reason, which I felt was a need. But now that I'm more informed and I've, I've gone through life and not used it for what I thought I would, you know what? It's time to, to get rid of that and move on and correct that and to use that for something else that's more important. Does that make sense, Scott? 100%. Yeah. And it's funny because it's like I've, I'm, I'm going through stuff now and I'm like, yeah. Do I need this? Do I use this? And do I want this? And if I if it doesn't meet all those three criteria, I'm getting rid of things. Mm -hmm. um, the things that like not surprisingly, the things that I'm keeping, I'm actually keeping more of my like the construction tools. Absolutely, but mm -hmm. I'm keeping more books than anything else. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's funny. I used to save a lot of YouTube videos. I'd find a YouTube video, I'd download it, and I'd put it on a hard drive. And I'm like, don't care about that anymore. Lost. Right now, I'm like, I'll just get a book that has everything in it, so I can understand why you do certain things the way that they're telling me to do it. Because mm -hmm. if I have that knowledge in me, I need less things. Mm -hmm. And and that also goes back into the whole back to the lander movement. I mean, we talked about this with mm -hmm. with John over at uh, K Talk Studio back in the day. Yeah, yeah. But like, there's there's kind of the homesteaders and and. But the back to the landers, it's it's they want to get that raw and real connection to the land again, connection to their mm -hmm. livestock, to their 
their garden to their groves to their you know everything right and what i'm really focusing on like what i want to do this this coming years i want to plant more and more fruit trees and nut trees and things that are going to grow grapevines things that are going to grow back year after year after year mm-hmm. passive preps yeah things yeah you don't have to worry about and, and focus on that aren't taking up unusable space but they're actually producing something for me that i'm not having to worry about that's kind of more the back to the lander style but it, mm-hmm. it's now i'm not having to store as much food yeah you know along that same line um you know i i've purchased some property and i'm on my journey uh mm-hmm. toward a homestead i'm still a long ways away from that but one thing i've realized is man i need a lot of stuff just like you're saying you're, you're planting you're growing you've got animals there's certain things you need to take care of your animals, your crops, and 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 so forth, tools and such. And yeah. so that seems to be the opposite of minimalism, right? But I think minimalism is not just owning fewer things. Minimalism is not about necessarily about things. I think it is to an extent, but minimalism, like like we were I was saying, is is an attitude. It's a mindset. Um. And uh, it's a simplification. It's curbing is, is your that, wants, I think. Yes, curbing your wants. But I think that becomes comes naturally. It's not like I have to force myself. You know, I really want a boat, but dang it, I don't. I have to tell myself I don't want a boat. I, you know, I don't have to tell myself those kinds of things. It comes naturally. I yeah. think as you're pro- progressing, like you say, Scott, toward uh, that homesteading life or that life of living in the mountains, away from the cities, away from the, you know, in living in the rural areas, I think that becomes more natural. So I've kind of come to the mindset that prepping itself is a form of minimalism, which seems contradictory. Oh, completely. Because, you know, okay, I need my years, years worth of food supply. I need tools. I need, you know, I've got to to have savings. You know, that's probably here nor there. Uh, I want to unplug from the system. You know, I want to get out of the system. which I means I need uh, a vehicle that I can <laughs> I can get my own uh, fuel oil and you know, I can create my own biodiesel or whatever. And that takes stuff. That takes process. But it's also creating self sufficiency, which yeah. is a which is a simplified life. And that's really I think what minimalism is. And it's like you have less stuff. You have less stress, mm-hmm. right? You have and, and with prepping, you have more preps. You have less stress. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's yeah. That's a good point. What is the stuff, or yeah. what 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 are the things that you're focusing on? And and it goes back to anti fragility. Mm-hmm. Like we want to have a more robust network of solutions in our life, mm-hmm. so we don't have to stress things. It, here, here's another aspect that just came to me is that um, prepping really is creating you know a robust mm-hmm. lifestyle. It is creating a uh, systems that take care of themselves yeah. for the most, for the most part, again, going back to the boat example, you gotta, you gotta winterize the boat. You gotta clean the boat. You gotta take the boat. You gotta unload the boat. You gotta, you gotta service the boat, you know? And, you know, I've heard from so many people that the two best days in your life, the day you buy your boat, the day you get rid of the boat. Right. <laughs> like, so, so that's again, a learning process, you know, like you buy all this stuff and then you realize, you know what? I thought I needed this, but I'd learned that I don't. Whether it's like you say, Scott, through, through knowledge, like you say, because I've learned how to do this otherwise, and I don't need this tool, or I can use, you know, something else to improvise. Um, But we all know that having the right tool 
for the job makes all the difference to the world. It really, yeah. it really does. You know, and, and uh, I think most anybody who works with their hands in their home or whatever uh, can agree with me on that. But uh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to share a story. Like when I was, yeah. when I was a kid, you know, we listeners, if you go back to our original episodes, you'll hear a little bit more about our, our childhoods and kind of where we came and how we got into prepping. But like, you know, early, like I was probably 14 or 15 and I was on a boating trip for, with my youth group at church. And one of the leaders brought his boat and, you know, paid for the gas and everything. And it was funny. Cause we're all like, man, I want a boat. Like, this is so cool. We're all tubing mm-hmm. behind this boat, knee boarding. Mm-hmm. Nobody was wakeboarding yet. This is, that's how long ago this was. And we're all just like, man, what's it like having a boat? How cool is this? He goes, Oh, you want to know what it's like having a boat? We're <laughs> like, yeah. And he goes, okay, go, Take your wallet, open it up, go stand over the toilet and just start dropping in tens over mm-hmm. and over mm-hmm. and over. And nowadays with inflation and everything else out, I'm like, just drop in hundreds over and over and over. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's like, that's what it feels like to own a boat. He's like, yeah, there's those fun times, maybe every other Saturday or what, you know, depending on where you live and what your lifestyle allows. But he's like, now that I have a boat, I want to get rid of it. Mm hmm. So the next year he sold it and we're like, Hey, we want to do a boating activity. Do you have your boat? And he's like, Nope, got rid of that thing. Yeah. Another aspect of that I, I see every weekend, not just applying to boats, but applying to all these toys that I see people have, you know, yeah. snowmobiles or side by sides or motorcycle, whatever. It seems to me, uh, you know, we've, you go into the mountains here and uh, especially on the weekend and it's, everything is packed. The, you know, RVs, the campgrounds are all packed. You can't get anywhere. It's terrible. I hate it. I don't want to be in those when it's that busy. And it seems to me like, okay, we have the truck, we have the trailer, we have the side by side, we got to go use it. You know, what are we going to do? We got to, we have to go use this because we bought these things. Yep. And it seems to me, and I'm just making assumptions here that a lot of these people, um, they, they're, you know, they're keeping up with the Joneses and say, well, you know, we got a boat. Let's, we, we better go out. You know, we're paying, I don't know how much a month on it, right? It's sitting there in the parking lot, you're not using it, we better go use it. That's that's completely unnecessary and it complicates life, if you ask me. Yes, okay, probably good times with the family. I get it. Uh, right. But, you know, for me and my mindset, it's, it doesn't, that doesn't jive. It doesn't make much sense to me. Yeah. Well, that that's how I am too. I'm just like, nope. I just, I want, I want simple. Like mm-hmm. I want to downsize. Like we're still talking about moving and trying to figure this out, and mm-hmm. we're we're kind of waiting on, you know, employment situations. Because right, I mean, right now I'm a delivery driver. That's great, but you know, it's it's doesn't cover all the bills that we want to cover, and it doesn't give us really any flexibility to go do more stuff right now. Um, thankfully, I've got. <coughs> excuse me. Thankfully, I've got some affiliate marketing stuff that I'm doing that makes money on the side, and and some coaching that makes money on the side. You know, but it's like. Really, if if we had ten acres somewhere outside of town in a rural location and a little house there, we could live on less than what I'm making now mm-hmm. and live like kings. Yeah, that, right? that 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 brings another thought. Is um, the word I heard when I was you know looking into minimalism is word duplicity. Duplicity. What is meant in this context is. Um, you have multiple lives. You're living multiple lives in that uh, you have your life at home with your family and then you have the life, your life at work and you have your life with your friends and how you portray 
yourself to your friends like oh we're the we're the family with the boat that goes out on the weekends and that's fun <laughs> oh you know and those right? types of things and minimalism is is simplifying that which makes perfect sense i mean it's again it's it's changing lifestyle it's simplifying life just like you said there's got if i could go to my property yes it would cut out you know i'm I, two hours away from here right it's it, it gets me away from the city and and all those types of things but it is a simplification and, and it does take some getting used to, I think. And, and it's, I think that's why most people haven't done it. Their, their, their lives will, will be complete, you know, very different in that. Okay. Can't just run. Hey, let's go miniature yep. golf or, Hey, let's go do No, we're going to go out and we're going to, we're going to ride the horses or feed the chickens or whatever. And it's a simplified, more self-sufficient life is what minimalism. Seems Introducing Wondersuite from bluehost.com. The tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 100% agreed. Yeah, it... The more simplified, the better. The... I mean, first and foremost, the more simplified is, is just it just the less you have to worry about, the less you have to stress about, mm -hmm. um, the less you have to consider like consider like what could happen, you know what what are the dangers in this situation? What are the problems we're going to encounter? Well, like with a bigger house, you have more problems, you have more maintenance. Mm -hmm. A smaller house, you have less problems, less maintenance, right? You have less storage space, but what are what are you storing really? Yeah, and, and I think uh, think to an extent you're right, but it, you know. Things are things change. Things different. Say you move out to the country, you've got different concerns. You've got different dangers. You've got different. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know that it, it goes away completely, but uh, I well, think I'm just talking like the general generality. Like if I have okay. a big house yeah. in the city versus a small yes. house in the city, right? Yeah, absolutely. I have a big house mm -hmm. in the wilderness versus a small house in the wilderness. I mean, mm -hmm. if I move to the wild, like now I've got neighbors, Mr. Bear and Mr. Wolf and and mm -hmm. Mr. Cougar. Hopefully not Miss Cougar because those are the ones that are problems, right? In this day and age, everybody mm -hmm. watch out for the local neighborhood cougar. Um, but like it, it <laughs> takes really on a different meaning like, there. No matter where we go and what we do, there are there are challenges we need to defend ourselves against. There are problems that can happen. But if we get used to living off of less, we find there's more time to enjoy things. Yeah. What like, what is it that I say all the time, Scott? Look to the past to 
prepare for the future. Yeah, absolutely. I think that absolutely applies here. You know, we look back to how my grandparents lived, my parents, my, my parents lived and I didn't know my great grandparents, but yeah, just looking back to my, how my grandparents, I know you talk about yours all the time, Scott is a very simplistic life. I'm, and my dad telling stories about how he grew up with them. Um, I mean, they didn't have boats. They didn't have RVs. They didn't travel around the world, you know? Okay. Yes. You know, that's, people will argue with me all day long. Well, I'd love to travel. I'd love to go around, you know, those types of things. Absolutely. I'm not going to discount any of that, but we're talking about prepping it and we're talking about looking to the future, preparing for what's coming because we know hard times are coming. We know things are changing. The world is changing. You can't deny it. If your eyes are open, hopefully you're awake and not woke. And you can see if you look to the past, you can see how different it is now and how the future will be. That's, that's something I preach all the time. You know that. So I found, I found, I had, I was totally eavesdropping. I found myself eavesdropping the other day. I was at the gym. I'm in the sauna. I'm chilling. And this kid is talking to this guy and they're all, all our language, all the stuff we love. And he honestly was really a very much a minimalist prepper, but wouldn't really admit to it. Mm-hmm. But he was talking about how life awake, you see things and you recognize mm-hmm. patterns. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. You don't buy into that stuff, right? And the whole agenda is for us to buy everything and just keep going into debt and, yep. and buy and buy and buy. Never ends, never ends. Serve yep. the serve the masters. But yep. what's funny is it's, he was saying all this and he goes, Yeah, I'm I'm so woke. Are you woke? And I'm like, dude, that's not woke. That's awake. That's awake. And yep. he's like, What? I'm like, Yeah, dude, mm-hmm. you're awake. It's totally different than woke. Woke is a pushing of an agenda. Awake is understanding what's going on everywhere. And he's just like, oh, but this kid's like mm-hmm. 19. That's awesome. I'm like so proud of him that he's yeah. like recognizing everything going on. And he's like, you know, you can be way more self-sufficient. You can be way healthier. Did you know if you do get this thing, you can get all of your water the way it's supposed to be and the, the way the nature intended it and all the no chemicals and no garbage that the world's putting into it. And I'm like, dude, this is awesome. But it was and he's like, we 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 live in an apartment. We got a smaller apartment because it's it's cheaper and we can save more money and. I'm like, dude, that's so smart. Like, and I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I hear so many people that are like, preppers are hoarders. Preppers are hoarders. And I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. It's like we're recognizing the fragility in the world around us, and we're simplifying the number of challenges that could come against us and hurt us. And that's yeah, that's how I say minimalist prepper is you're yeah. just simplifying all the factors around you that could cause problems. Yeah, it it, it really isn't. I don't think it isn't the same as living without we're not living without we're living with less because less is not the same as none Mm -hmm. and you know when when i think most people think well if you're a minimalist you live you you're you're missing out you have none of this you have none of that you're living with you have two pairs of pants you have four pairs of socks whatever you know absolute minimal that's not what that means i don't think that's what that means at all for some people it probably does and some people probably do want to live that way like i just want to have what's in my backpack uh one pocket knife, you know, you know, whatever. And that's all more power to you. You know, I've got five kids <laughs> I got to take care of. And that's quite a responsibility. And that cannot be done that way. It just, it, you know, it really just can't. Um, yeah. Especially if your, your better half is not, <laughs> doesn't buy into that <laughs> as well. And so less is not the same as none, but I think we can all do with less. And I think, Here's another aspect that just came to my, now we're coming up on our time here, but 
another aspect is is you know energy mm-hmm. um and and, and i do, definitely don't want to echo anything from the woke left side is that you know they're 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 tr- they're forcing us to live on less you know they're forcing us to live on less power that's that's part of their agenda and i definitely do not agree with that whatsoever but we can all live on less we don't need to have TVs running all the time or big, huge TVs or lights on all the time. Like I say, it's got a big house that consumes a lot of energy. We just, you know, we just don't need to live that way. And part of that mentality and thinking is, yes, I love solar. I love renewable energy and we can live off of our necessities are very little when it comes to energy. But again, that's a mindset. That's a choice. Don't compel me to use less energy, but uh, let me choose for myself and let me live that way. And I think that's definitely part of the, the prepping mindset as well as living on less that way as well. Hey, Paris. Welcome back, Paris. You're, you're just in time to be the last minimalist moment of the show. <laughs> nice. Well, I appreciate it. I don't know if you told everybody what I had a little family situation to take care of, but I'm here and excited to be on the yes, show. And- the, you were dispatched to go pick up a child. Yep. So... With the minimal time we have left, uh, give us your perspective on what what does minimalist prepping mean to you? So to me, minimalism, as just in general, just means only having those things in your life that provide value to you or value for you. Amen. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you have nothing or that you're living like a monk in the woods, you know, or in a shack somewhere. It just means that making sure that everything in your life, to me, this is what it means to me, making sure that everything in my life has a purpose and has a value that's that's moving me forward toward my goals, towards my goals, which are um, working towards providing the greatest meaning, the greatest uh, potential of uh, good for myself, then my wife, my marriage, then my family, then my community, and and one of the things too that um, to kind of talk a little bit about, you know minimalism for myself now but also one of the things i a lot of people don't necessarily think about is the future my future self so understanding that i'm not just myself right now but i'm also that's all i really have all we really have is right now so we need to be present in the moment so minimalistic things too to help what are you distracted by the whole a lot of things going on in the world are there a lot of things that are kind of taking you this way that way uh you know to borrow the phrase from a, a you know kind of a funny movie you know do, are you the dog that's uh, distracted by the squirrel or every squirrel that mm-hmm. comes by mm-hmm. and that's to me being minimalist is is are do i have too many notifications on my phone do i have mm-hmm. do i have too many things in my pantry do i have so much stuff that i don't have room for my food storage that's that is important do i have so many things that i'm buying or paying for on a monthly basis with prescript with, uh, pardon me, subscriptions that I have that aren't really providing value. And so those are kind that, of the that things keep that keep you from a- accomplishing your other goals too. Yeah. Like what is my, what is, and we can have more than one goal. That's okay. But you should have an overarching life goal and all the other goals leading you toward that goal. And it, you know, that's what I think in the last few minutes. Yeah. I, I love that. Cause it's like your last, the perspective of not needing so much and the perspective of kind of having just the essentials of what's around you, what, what actually is benefiting you. Mm -hmm. That's what minimalist prepping is. Like you're, you only have the things that benefit you. Mm -hmm. We talked about a boat earlier, but like, do I need seven cars in the driveway? 
there's only two drivers. Why would I need this? Seven cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Do I need the extra thing? Do I need a freeze dryer right now? Well, do I have my year supply of food? No. Then you don't need it. Like, yeah, it could do some good if you have the extra budget. Maybe go for it. But like, look at look at really what is what is your immediate need and make sure you're taken care of for that and you have the things that are going to serve you and serve you well. Mm-hmm. Before you jump, like I see so many new preppers jump into the deep end. They're like, I'm buying a freeze dryer. I'm like, okay, cool. Do you have all the other stuff? X, Y, Z, do you have your first aid kit? And they're like, oh, no. I So I shouldn't buy a freeze dryer first? No. That's like yeah. the last thing you buy. That's the, I've made it as a prepper thing. <laughs> That's like the, I still don't have a freeze dryer. I haven't right? made it. <laughs> We've got a shared one in the family because we, like, we earned it on a trade. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's, but it's super inefficient for me to use because I've got to go down to somebody else's house and use it. They're too heavy to just pick up and move to my house for a week or a month. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, leave it there because it's one of the first gen ones. It's a huge one. And so it's like, we'll drop stuff off and my brother and I'll freeze dry it. And then eventually we'll get it back when everything goes sideways. We'll go down to their mm-hmm. house, and we'll, you know, pool all the food. And a lot of our food's going to be already there because it didn't come back up the hill. Right. Um, obviously, some did. Otherwise, this belly wouldn't be doing as well as, as it is. But, you know, don't go crazy getting all this stuff. Focus on what you need. Focus on the things that serve you, the essentials, the things that make sense and and simplify everything else. Like, I just I just love like in my mind, my future is simpler than it is now. Than yeah. my present. Absolutely. Right? And that's what I'm I'm working towards. Like, that's why I like the idea of the garden instead of trying to get all this other stuff. I want to have the garden. I want to have my little orchard. I want to have those things that are producing for me because they're benefiting me health wise. They're benefiting me prep wise. They're benefiting me mentally and emotionally. Like I go around barefoot in my garden all summer long and connect with the earth. And I feel, I just feel that energy better. Mm -hmm. And Oh, I, there's there's absolutely benefits to that, and I, I don't really understand the science at all. I'm not going to try to teach and preach, you know, that. But the grounding does work, and it yeah. makes me feel better about what I'm doing, even if what I'm doing isn't working very well. I'm not a great gardener. It was my first greenhouse I ever did, and did I fail in some ways? Oh, absolutely. And if you're listening and you're like, "Oh, I, but I keep failing," that's fantastic. You learn more mm-hmm. from your failure about what you're doing and how to do it better. And about yourself than you do from a victory. Yeah, so especially in gardening. I, I, I killed so many things the first couple of years of gardening. And I don't, I'll have, to, I took a break long enough that I probably will have to restart my whole learning curve. But I think that's one of the things that really um, boils down to, you know, really brings back home the minimalist idea is that you're going to use the things that are around you. And knowing how to use those things that are around you is going to be critical. And that's where we've talked so much about skill sets and developing skill sets. Like I, when I first started my prepper journey, I was just like that. I bought every little thing that gadget and gizmo that I thought I would Mm -hmm. need. Um, And I don't necessarily, as I look back and I think about what I know now about different things, I'm like, man, I shouldn't have, shouldn't have gotten that. Or maybe I would have used that money more efficiently had I, you know, had learned the skills necessary mm-hmm. for certain things. And then I would know what to do uh, with other gear that I could have got mm-hmm. that would have been more effective or efficient in my, towards my goals. And that's the learning curve. And I'm, so I'm not saying don't do that. I'm not saying don't have those learning curves because that's how you learn. 
making mistakes is how we we learn. And so making mistakes is absolutely okay, especially if you learn from those things. And so another, just be graceful. Give yourself some grace as you learn this whole process. And that's another, I think, you know, to me, minimalism is somebody who can take a deep breath and just say, you know what? It's okay. Uh, I'm learning. I'm growing. I'm moving forward. I'm making progress. It doesn't have to be perfect. You just have to make progress. And so whether mm -hmm. that's, and, and then you may get, you may start off with a bunch of stuff and then become, and then minimalize after that, you know, yeah. as you grow. Yeah. Paris, there's a thought that when I was going through my thoughts is the, the thought that came to me is <clears throat> perfect is the enemy of good. You mm -hmm. know, I mean, that's that I'm sure you've all heard that before is, is stop trying to be perfect and just like you say, just do something, do a little bit. And another kind of epiphany I just had is, uh, is, you know, we talk, we're talking about minimalism, minimizing things. That's, that's kind of a, a, a bit of a negative word, but then there's the word abundance. I think that living a simple life, simplicity is minimalism. Living a simple life brings abundance. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I think there's that absolute connection that just, that connected to the nerves in my, in my brain that just made that connection and had that a bit of an epiphany I wanted to share with you. Well, you know, if you don't, if you're not always worried and anxious and on the verge of a panic attack, because you've got all these things going on in life, mm -hmm. because you've, you've, you've reduced your life to the simple, you've reduced your life to the, to the everyday or just the simple things that you need to do to move forward and then add from there. But I think that uh, once you reduce a lot of that stress, a lot of that panic, a lot of that anxiety, that's when you can breathe and enjoy the journey. And that's where the abundance comes. And I'm, mm -hmm. I'm literally looking in the mirror as I'm talking. I'm not saying any of this because I figured it out. I'm saying this because these are the things that I'm thinking about, that I'm pondering on, that when I pray and when I ask God for direction about what I should be doing with my life, these are the things that he and I talk about, about how do I, how do I get less distracted? How do I stay? This book I'm reading right now is called um, Stillness is the Key by Ryan Holiday. Mm -hmm. And it just reminds me of that uh, hymn, the, the old hymn, the religious hymn, Be Still My Soul. Mm -hmm. You know, God, God's there. God's guiding and directing it. Just be still. And then the scripture that we all know, be still and know that I am God. And so I'm just trying to figure out in my life, as I'm reading this book, I realize just how not still, still I am. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dang, I just finished a book that he wrote called Ego is the Enemy. And I started to realize, oh my gosh, my ego is way bigger than I want it to be or than I thought it was. So I'm learning. I'm, tr I'm personally doing things not so that I can um, so that I can change my life. And I, I'm sharing that with you in this podcast, in this moment right now, so that you know what I'm doing. Not, not that I'm trying to preach to you or tell you how you should live your life, but these are the things that I'm really contemplating. And when I sit down and ask God and pray and meditate and whatever you want to call it, I, these are the things that we talk about. You know, these yeah. are the things I think about. I, I totally agree with you, Paris. I've been looking in the mirror as well. And, you know, being this, having this prepping mentality, it means I, I, I want, feel like I want to accumulate things for needs. That, you know, we talked about this when you weren't, weren't here, but um, I really don't want to be a materialistic person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be that person. And so how do I balance that with being a prepper and say, man, I need, I need two is one, one is none, right? That seems very materialistic to me. So I, I like you, I'm looking in the mirror and struggling with, with that and say, how do I, how do I achieve this, my spirituality, my connection to my heavenly father and, and, st and not be of the world, not be worldly. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I think this minimalistic 
um, mindset is making those connections for me and cool. but still but still prepping like like i said less is not the same as none we don't have to have nothing you know um you know god blesses us with um the ability to provide for ourselves like yeah. i said i've got i've got a good sized family and I, they have needs mm-hmm. and i think as long as i keep the focus on those needs um and fight against the world because it keeps pushing me the other way, right? Mm-hmm. And look at that nice truck, man! It would be nice to have that. Oh, that is a sweet truck, oh, man! I would love to, you know, and, and that big trailer. I really, man, I really want a bigger. No, I mean it's that's a struggle. It's 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 a real struggle. I think for, for all of us, and I don't want to be that person. I think in closing, let's let's bring it back to this, listeners. Do you have your health? Do you have your spiritual? connection to god are you are you able to work do you have a week supply of food or, or a month or more like are your kids doing okay do you have the capacity to keep learning and do something this week to help you be better prepared for tomorrow if any of those or anything else rings true for the positive then you should be just overwhelmed with gratitude and joy that you've got something because there are those out there that have a mindset of nothing and they think everything is horrible mm-hmm. and they can't afford the basics. Yeah, you can. Everybody can afford the basics. And here's how change your freaking mindset mm-hmm. to a mindset of gratitude and a focus on necessity over obsessity, obsessing mm-hmm. over the things that you think are a necessity that are not. Mm-hmm. The new cell phone, the new truck, the new car, right? Focus on the, the essentials, the things that are going to add value to your life. You know, I, I see people spending thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars a month on a car or truck payment right now. Mm-hmm. And they think that's normal and that's okay. That's not okay. That's not normal. Not normal. Yeah. Like focus on the gratitude of the things you have, and the Lord will provide ways for you to get the other things that you need. Amen. And I know that because that's that's happened in my life and happens in my life now. Mm-hmm. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being part of the Prepper Talk Radio family. And until next time, stay ready, be ready, and get that gratitude going because that's what's going to get us through the hard times. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Take care, guys. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.